You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hi, Melissa. Hey, Elisa. What's going on today? Did you watch the Apple announcement? Yes, I did. And what I liked most about it, it was only an hour and five minutes. Yeah, it was like half the time. Yeah, that was great. What did you like the best? I would have liked I would have liked a little bit of a longer break because I've been screaming into my pillow this week. It's been a rough <laughs> week and it, it was nice to have something positive that didn't have anything to do with the world being on fire or the kids remote learning or somebody didn't turn in their homework. It was really nice to focus on something else for a while to really get in touch with our inner geek. That felt good. It felt what did, good. What did you like the best? What are you looking for? I like the best. I'll give you, what was it? What did I have? Four things. Four things. I liked Apple one. Uh, the family, no, no, no. Number two was, yeah, family setup. And the, I liked learning about the new Apple Watch and the bands. And we can talk a little bit about the iPads, although I just got one last year. So I kind of, I didn't really put as much attention to that part of yeah. it. Yeah, but it's always iPads. nice to see new stuff. Yeah, the iPads were meh. Well, I mean, you know, you could be a person like me for an iPad, which I'm not. Like I said, I just got one last year, but I was looking forward to an iPhone announcement because I'm, my iPhone's a, an 8 plus, so it's getting long in the tooth and it's at that it's at that point where if I don't get a new one now and hand this one down to the next family member, I fear that they won't really get a whole lot of good battery life, you know, usage out of it, that sort of thing. I, I really want them to have a good, you know, several years with it. So I try to look at the hand-me-down value. So if if someone who's listening is in the market for an iPad, they might be really excited about that. So, you know, not to not to rain on anybody else's parade, but like I said, I just got one. So it, it's nice to see new stuff, but I'm not in the market for a new iPad. But it's now, fun for everybody it, else. What is it that you liked about Apple One? Because I'm, it it doesn't work for me, but I'll explain that a little bit later. But what is it that you mm -hmm. liked about Apple One? Well, what I like and what I don't like. I mean, I'm I'm glad that they're at least thinking about bundling stuff, which is you know we've been talking about this for a while. I mean, I think we've we've mentioned it on Geeky Show over in the past that oh, we wish there was just a bundle plan. You know, why why all these different plans? Why can't we just kind of combine them and and pay one fee? And so it was really exciting to hear that. I thought, oh, yay, you know, they, they listened to our show. <laughs> they finally, finally listened. Uh, but it's, it's still, it's not quite there yet because, like, for example, I, I looked at the different tiers. Now, they have the individual, the family, and the premiere. The individual, it says it includes Apple Music, Apple TV+, Apple Arcade, and 50 gigabytes of iCloud storage. So that's, you know, probably fine for an individual who wants some extra services. And then the family plan, it says it includes Apple Music, Apple TV+, Apple Arcade, and 200 gigabytes of iCloud storage. And I should go back and say that the individual is around 15 bucks a month. They're pricing at $14.95. The family plan is $19.95 per month. Now, at first I thought, oh, that's, you know, that's a nice, uh, sweet price point because I figure we're already, we with what we have in iCloud and what we're paying for Apple Arcade, for example, and then what we were thinking about play, paying for Apple TV Plus, if we decide to keep that around after our trial expires in January, we're probably going to be paying about around that same price point anyway. But here's the sticker for me. 
it's the iCloud storage because we're using the two terabyte plan. I mean, come on. Who who are you talking to here? You know what I, mean? I have a lot of stuff. Everybody knows that I have like 60,000 pictures and thousands of videos. And I mean, I have a lot of stuff just on my own account. And so we're at that kind of, uh, we're at that in-between tier where 200 gigabytes of storage, I mean, that might be a lot for people. But for a family like us, and I know a lot of other families that take a lot of photos, a lot of videos, maybe they want to store a lot of stuff in their in their drives or they're using it for business. The 200 gigabyte plan is just not quite enough for, for five people. Because remember, we're sharing it between, it's not just our immediate family because we have my dad on the plan. And this is another thing that I noticed when I was digging through some of the specs now because I thought, when, when I started reading, I thought, five people? Hmm. Now we have five on our plan. But for the longest time, I kept thinking, well, I'm glad that we have that extra spot open because if, let's say, we wanted to add my mother or my mother-in-law or some other some other family member, or I was even thinking about using that extra spot for like my developer account and just using it for testing stuff. And then when I looked at it, I thought, wait a minute, they said five members can share this these uh, Apple One plans. What I'm thinking about, what I'm referring back to is the family sharing that if you... They might change it, but back in January, they updated a help topic article talking about setting up family sharing. It's called Set Up Family Sharing. I'll link to it in the show notes. And if you go right now, it does say that you can share share with up to six people. So they might go and change that. Now, it'll be it'll remain to be seen if they're really going to separate those two things, but they're usually fairly consistent with the, with the stuff. Why would they allow six people to share for family sharing in iCloud, but only five for services. So I, I have some questions about that. I, I just wonder if maybe they just didn't, if they changed the rules, they didn't update the the help topic article, or if maybe, you know, enough people will complain and say, hey, I have six people because that's what we've been using all along. Now one person is going to get left out. So that'll be interesting to hash out the details on that later. But that is, those are my concerns right now is that for a family plan, yeah, that $20 price point is pretty decent. It's it's fairly affordable, accessible, but it's the it's a storage when you're splitting it across five people, let alone, you know, if you're doing iCloud storage for now, that's going to be a little tight. That's going to be a little tight for that many people, I, I think. It could just be that I'm just, maybe I just use too much. I don't know. Well, but I, I just think that's going to be I subscribe tight. right now to 200, and I think I'm using 110 Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're just using, when I look at the 200 gigabyte tier, because you can in your family sharing, you can look and see who's using how much and what your total usage is. And the problem is we're using just just a little bit more than half of the um, of the of the two terabyte plan. So so we're over we're over the 200 gigabytes, but we're not quite like around 500, I guess it's probably like between like five and 600 or something like that. So we're not using, it's not like we're using a terabyte or, you know, or more. We're not, we're not using that much more than a terabyte, but we're definitely using way more than 200 gigabytes. So it seems like we're kind of in that crunch in between. And I don't know what the answer is to that. I don't think they're just going to go and say, well, here's a 500 gigabyte plan, you know, half a terabyte. I mean, that actually would be kind of nice. I think that would, might be a better sweet spot instead of, the 200 gigabyte, I think it would be really great if they raised it to 500 gigabyte. And then I would be willing to go and do a bunch of house cleaning and, and clear out a bunch of stuff to like get it down to that amount. 
you know, but then, then you're always worrying like, okay, kids don't, you know, stop taking videos, you know, don't do that school project. That's going to take 20 gigs of, you know, video footage because we're going to run out of space. Like kind of like we've been struggling with lately with bandwidth, even though they did increase the data cap. So that's been nice. But again, you know, I just, I think it's about the data, these caps on things. I think that they really need to kind of reevaluate what families are actually using. I kind of feel like they maybe they might be a little bit out of touch on that. So we'll see. Maybe enough people will will give enough feedback and maybe they'll maybe they'll change it. Um, and then so it was the individual for fifteen dollars a month, family for twenty dollars a month, and premiere is thirty dollars a month. So you know, of course, then I'm looking at that. I'm like, hmm, thirty dollars a month. That's that's a bit of a stretch. And that one includes Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, Apple Arcade. Apple News Plus and Apple Fitness Plus, and then that's the one that has the two terabyte of iCloud storage. So for thirty dollars, you get all that stuff. Eh, the 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 only problem is, is like we're we're already, you know, we're just not using Apple Music. It's just one of those things where, you know, if we had to choose, we'd rather have Arcade. And it's just it's just one more it's one more subscription. There's just so many subscriptions, and for families with little kids, that's just that's really tight, you know. So that's one of the things where we're like, yeah, we'll just deal with you know, rolling our own iTunes. I've, I've talked about that in the past too. We do like the Apple TV plus content, but if, if push came to shove, that would go on the chopping block, you know, same with Apple Arcade. We really like it. The kids, the kids get some, some playtime out of it. But if, if push came to shove, if, if, you know, bills had to be paid, if there was some major emergency, that would go on the chopping block. That'd probably be the, the first thing. So when it comes to Apple news plus and Apple fitness plus, those are just things that I just, I don't really have any interest in at this time. So speaking of fitness plus, what did you, that piqued your interest a little bit, right? A little. Um, what, do you, one, what do you do for fitness now? I mean, are you going to a gym or are you doing, are you gym, following any kind of workouts? My gym opened about two weeks ago, but I'm not brave enough to go back. Not there yet. Huh? Yeah. Not there yet. I mean, they, they do require masks at the gym mm-hmm. and I know, and I follow this, you know, it's, it's an independent gym. It's not a chain. And I know uh, I've been following him on Facebook since before everything closed down. And he's really good about, you know, he put plexiglass up between each each piece of equipment. And he's got tons of spray bottles with the um, sanitizer. And, you know, he's really good about following everything to the letter. And I'm mm-hmm. still like, ah. So really, it's all still, I've done. They don't, the people aren't yeah. addressing the the air, the HVAC. That still bothers no, me. No, he's got that. He's got the HVAC on the seat on the roof. He took care of all that. So oh, okay. and I'm, so filters I'm not, and yep. So air I'm cleaners, not cons- purifiers. I'm not concerned that he didn't do a good job. I'm still like, oh, all those people, and you know, and there is a limit mm-hmm. to how many people can be in at one time, and so on and so forth. I'm still not there yet, where I'm. You know, it takes a lot to to get somebody to go to the gym in the first place. I mean, just the idea of Ugh, working out I around people, out. even I, pre-COVID, you know? I hate working out. I hate it. I'm like yeah. so lazy. But yeah. I have I have one of those things that's just the pedals where you sit in a chair and just pedal. So uh-huh. I will, I've been doing that, which does it do any work? I don't know. But it, <laughs> I just do that while I'm reading a book or I'm watching a, a video podcast or something like that. And, you know, I've got some free weights, so I'll just do some of that, that kind of thing. But I just need something. So you're not following an actual trainer that, I mean, have you gone to classes? Do you, do you like the idea of a trainer Uh, telling you to do? I did a number of years ago. I think it was 2010. My friend and I, uh, we split a trainer. We, 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 we hired a trainer twice a week for half an hour and we just split the bill Mm -hmm. and I ended up losing a good number of inches and I lost weight and 
then I stopped. <laughs> yeah, see, that's that's just it. I think that that having a trainer absolutely makes a difference. If I if I had the the income, if I could afford it, I know darn well that if I could hire a trainer and and have that kind of motivation and someone guiding me and telling me, no, you know, you're not, you're not bending over far enough or your, your arms need to be parallel or, you know, raise that arm higher or something like that. Cause I, I don't know what I'm doing. And then my problem on top of that, of course, is living with a chronic illness and I'm always injuring myself and I have, I have issues with my joints and stuff. So I need somebody to tell me which exercises and which kinds of things are appropriate for me. So that's another reason why I have a little bit of a misgivings about now, of course I haven't looked into the Apple TV or the Apple um, fitness plus I, that would be a thing that I would be absolutely first looking for is, okay, do you have trainers that are suitable for people with, you know, certain kinds of bodies and conditions that that would be the first thing I would be looking for. If they had something like that, it, you know, it might be something I would look a little deeper into and I might find a way to justify the cost. Like, sorry, kids, Apple, you're not playing your games enough. Mommy needs a workout plan. <laughs> well, they're going you to know. have different types of workouts, whether it's yoga mm -hmm. or uh, running on the treadmill or, you know, on your bicycle or just working on the floor doing, you know, high intensity workouts or weight training or whatever. Um, the thing with Apple One, though, is I wish we could pick and choose. I wish we yes, could say, exactly. okay, I want Apple Music, I want Apple TV, I want 200 gigs of iCloud, and I want the fitness. How much is that mm -hmm. going to cost? Yeah, and exactly. you might say, well, you don't want the Apple Music, but you want the Apple Arcade, and you want a terabyte of storage. Mm -hmm. How much yeah, is it going to exactly. cost me? That's what I want. Yeah, See, the, I want exactly that. And the only way, like the individual, I, all right, I pay $99 a year for Apple Music, which either next week or the week after is my renewal. So let's just say I pay, divide that out, that's $8.25. Apple TV is what, $5 a month? So that would be mm, yes, 13 mm -hmm. So that's $13. And then iCloud storage of 50 gigs is 99 cents. So it's the Apple Arcade that's where you're saving a couple of dollars. That does mm -hmm. nothing for me. I have no interest right. in games. Right. And the Apple TV, I'm getting free right now. Mm -hmm. So then I would have And to plus they added to Apple TV Plus. Don't forget now, I think when we say Apple TV Plus, I think what we're really meaning is Apple TV Plus content plus, that's where the plus comes in, the Showtime and CBS All Access because that's now uh, $9.99. So I wonder, I wonder how does that, how does that shake out in the Apple One plan? Because... Right now, like you said, it's it's four ninety nine. Like say our trial ended. If we only continued with just Apple TV Plus content and we didn't add on the bonuses, it'd be five dollars a month. Just the, it's the same price that we're paying for Apple TV or, or sorry Apple Arcade. Uh, but if you added, if you if you got that bonus at nine ninety nine, so another you know ten dollars a month, you get to add on the CBS All Access and the Showtime. So how does that factor into this one Apple One plan? When they say Apple TV Plus, are they, is it Apple TV Plus Plus? <laughs> I doubt I mean, that. You know, I yeah, I, I did yeah, too. See? Yeah, they didn't say I anything wonder. about Showtime. So I would think that would just be a, an additional $10. Yeah. So yes. then, like, how does that affect, like, can you even, are you even eligible for the Apple One plan if you are a person who likes your Apple TV Plus with your CBS All Access and your Showtime bundled? I don't see why not, because when you go onto the Apple TV app, you would then scroll to Showtime. So mm -hmm. I would think that if you were paying for the Showtime, you would have access to it, but your mm -hmm. father would not. Yeah, see, yeah, see, you can add it a la carte, 
But that's what I was wondering because I was thinking about doing that after. Oh, there's so many there's so many different ways to slice it and dice it, and you have to think about all this stuff. So I was just thinking about this the other day when it came to that. I thought, you know, if uh, when when the trial runs out for Apple TV Plus, I did think about adding on because there were several shows on Showtime that I really have liked in the past, ones that I want to finish, ones that I want to get started watching, but CBS All Access didn't really interest me. But my dad loves shows that are on that, and he's in our family plan. He's he's in our Apple or, or our uh, iCloud sharing, and so he does get access to that. Now, even if he didn't, of course, we would probably do something where we would like share an Apple ID or something like that. I mean, that's the way we had been doing it for years. But it has been working that with his own Apple ID, because he's on our family plan, he has been able to also take advantage of the Apple TV Plus trial that we have. So I would I would have thought that if we had upgraded come January to the to the, the two bonus uh, platforms added on to that, that he would also get that too, or any other family member for that matter. So that's what makes me wonder what would happen if it was an Apple One plan. Because I think they did say that you can share the Apple One plan with other family members because that's what got me thinking about, oh, it's only five and not six, like Apple iCloud sharing. Now, for the people who don't know what the Apple Fitness is, um, it you, it's an app that works on your Apple TV, on the Apple TV Plus app, on your iPad, and on your phone. And I don't, I didn't hear them say that it works on your Mac, but I can't imagine why it wouldn't. But it says, yeah. find it inside the fitness app on iPhone, iPad, and Apple TV. So for whatever reason, it's not on your Mac. But you can choose from all different kinds of workouts from trainers. And then what it does is once you pick on, so let's say you're doing a yoga class, as soon as you hit start to have the, the video start to play, it automatically opens the yoga app on your watch, the workout. That's pretty cool. And it starts going. And as it's, so instead of you having to look down at your watch to see how long have you been working out, how many calories have you burned so far, what's your heart rate, it shows it in the upper left-hand corner of the screen. So you know exactly what's going on. And then in the other corner of the screen, it shows your activity rings. So you can see if you've fulfilled your stand you know, requirement for that hour and so forth, which I think is really cool. It doesn't tell you right now, were they half hour, were they 45 minutes, were they hours? So we'll have to figure that out. Um, you will get this for free. If you buy a brand new Apple Watch, you'll get it for three months free. If three you months. already have a watch, you get a 30-day free trial. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. So the price is $9.99 a month or $79.99 a year. So what I'm going to do is when it comes out, it says late this year, I'm going to sign up for the 30 days free. I was hoping you would say that because yeah. I would really like to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, and then I will give it a try and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Now, is that only for, like you have, we were talking about this too. I have the Series 3 Apple Watch and you have the Series 5. What watch does it matter? What watch you have? Is it only for the latest and greatest? I wonder if it works with all the watches. Because it's, it's integrated with the fitness app. No, I believe it works with everything. Uh -huh. Because it says, doo -doo -doo, let me scroll back down again because I wrote all this down. Um. Oh, here, here's something. Okay, I should have looked at this before I spoke. It says, choose workout type you want. Select a duration as short as five minutes or as long as 45 minutes. Pick your favorite trainer, the type of music that's tailored for your routine. 
And you're off and running. He did also mention that if the music that's playing, if you really like it, you can save it as a playlist in Apple Music. Yeah, that I can tell is going to be really popular because I've already had clients ask me about that. Like, oh, I, I go work out with so-and-so and she plays this really great playlist and I want to know what it is. I'm like, oh, I know. We're going to, can you tell me what songs they were? I don't know. It just sounded really great. Well, yeah, that, that'll be fun. <laughs> you know, and the wording on this is a little ambiguous, possibly, because this now you were saying that family sharing is six people. Mm-hmm. Not not yes. family sharing, though. Um iCloud family sharing. See, (laughs) it's getting confusing already. This says, this is under the Apple Fitness, share with five other family members. Mm -hmm. That leads me to believe if I sign up, I can share with five other people. But do they have to be, this is what I'm trying to figure out, do they have to be in your family? Like, do they have to be in your grouping or can you just like invite like, like yes. let's say, for example, if you wanted to try wanted. fitness and you really liked it, and you said, hey, Melissa, let's go halvesies on it. If you invited me, would I be able to join even though I'm already part of another family? Yeah, I don't know. It just says $9.99 a month, $79.99 a year. Current Apple Watch owners get one month free. Share with five other family members and then be the first to know when it's available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, when they use the term family member, that's what they mean. But it says other which leads me to believe mm-hmm. six, you and five other people. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And it, that's what it leads me to believe. Okay. Uh, it yeah. requires Apple Watch Series 3 or later with Watch OS 7 or later. Yep, and see, that, the, that was going to answer my question. So it does yep. have to be the Apple Watch Series 3 or later. Mm-hmm. And for your device, you need to have an iPhone successor later, an iPad or an iPhone running iOS 14 or later, iOS, iPad OS 14 or later, and Apple TV with TV OS 14 or later. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm looking at the setup family sharing um, help, help topic that I had looked at earlier. And now when I read it again, it does say family sharing makes it easy for up to six family members. So that's what that means then. It is a total of six people. It is still six people it's not that they dropped it down to five it's you and five other people yeah that's what i was wondering Uh aha i'm glad we talked about that i feel much better now (laughs) so it looks like really concerned about that it looks like it's not part of the apple tv plus app you have to have an actual apple tv and the apple fitness plus will be an app oh really so you can't but it shows it on an ipad Yes, but I'm talking about I have an Apple TV Plus app on my Roku uh-huh. to, uh-huh. Watch, right. to watch Apple TV Plus shows. Uh-huh. I do not have an Apple TV. And right. what it's showing on the Apple Fitness page is you need an Apple Watch, a phone, an mm-hmm. iPad, and an Apple TV. Oh, it so says it or like, Apple TV, though. It says or, not and. So right. maybe or app, or app, no what I'm saying is you have to have one of those items I cannot yeah. watch it on my TV on the Apple TV plus app through right Roku. because it's a Roku and not an Apple TV I see mm-hmm. that's so but you could do it on your iPad correct or your iPhone correct but iPad would probably be nicer because yeah be I would do my screen. iPad yeah mm-hmm. yeah so I mean it's definitely attractive to do a workout that's you know helping you be motivated with somebody. I just wish that there was more feedback of some sort. Like, I know you get feedback from the watch, 
but I worry about like, okay, you know, did I place my feet far enough apart? Are they perpendicular? You know, do I, am I balanced correctly? That's kind of one of the things that I liked about when we first got the Wii Fit, because it does give you feedback about where you are placing your weight and balance. So I'd be looking for something like that. Maybe, maybe they'll make, you know, some kind of equipment or something that maybe developers will make some kind of special like workout pad or something like a yoga mat that has, you know, sensors on it or something. I don't know. Maybe there's even something that like that that exists already. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, it could be. Because that would be great for somebody who wants to work out on their home and not have to go to a gym. So lots, lots of possibilities. I mean, this is just the start when it comes to that. So that could be on the horizon. Yeah, so fitness, you know, looks attractive for the, for people who are who are interested in that sort of thing. Um, so that was pretty much Apple One and bundling, and you know, basically we said we like the idea of it. We just wish we could choose our own things to bundle. I would like to see that happen. Yeah. Um, and we talked about Apple Apple Fitness, and we talked a little bit about the Apple Watch. Do you want to talk more about the Apple Watch? No, you just got a Series Five not long ago. Is this yeah, something I just got that mine tempts you at all? It's not enough. It's not yeah. enough of an increase, you know, of an update mm-hmm. for me to get a new watch. Um, the the, the problem, and I'm hoping uh, Watch OS Seven fixes this. I'm at twenty percent battery right now. I've been <laughs> I've been sitting here, mm-hmm. you know, earlier today. Right afterwards, I recorded Three Geeky Ladies. So you know, I'm saying the same thing twice. If you listen to both, you'll hear me say the same thing. Uh, but I'm just sitting here in front of my computer talking and then editing and, you know, had dinner. And here we are now talking about this again. I'm not doing anything. And my watch is down to 20 up oh, 19%. <laughs> I wish there was a way that you could get a battery report that shows you which apps are using which, you know, how much of battery percentage. I don't know if it, I don't know if that is possible at all. Yeah, you know, I thought maybe it was the be nice watch to know. phase. Power consumption. Maybe, maybe the watch face was just mm-hmm. using too much bed, so I changed it back to a more benign uh, watch face. Nope, that didn't do mm-hmm. anything. Now, yours Series 5 doesn't stay on all the time, right? No. But Series nope. 6 is going to stay on all the time. So that one should have a much more robust battery for you. Let's see if you can kill this one, Elisa. <laughs> wasn't did they say that, or was it the SE that wasn't going to stay on? Oh, it probably yeah, probably the the displays are different, so I don't think the SE is going to stay on all the time, but the six will. But that's what we don't wait. Wait a minute. I'm right. Maybe I'm misinterpreting. Okay, I'm misinterpreting you. It doesn't because you're you're always worried about the battery. I was thinking that if it, it was on all it the does, time, it it fades. The 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 the, the face fades, and okay. then as soon as you lift your arm, then it brightens up again. So it's always visible at some point in time. But yes. I thought it stayed on all the time. Not not at the full brightness, but it's just yeah. always on. In other words, you don't have mm-hmm. to wait for the black screen to wake up to something Correct. else. Correct. But your series five, you still have a black face when you no, no, turn no, it. No, I'm, forward. I'm. I'm I inter you know as usual I interpret it backward. It doesn't go to blackface. It goes to lower. It dims the lights a little bit, and then as soon oh. as you either touch it or you lift your arm, then it gets bright again. Mm-hmm. See, on my series three, it's just black, and I have right. to either if my hands are dirty, I have to like poke it with my nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I figured out to do, or just you know constantly shaking it like, come on, wake up, wake up. Yeah, you used to use so. a knuckle. <laughs> yeah, but you don't yeah. have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. But I mean, it, it hasn't always been like that. It's just the last couple of weeks or so. So maybe what I need to do is just reboot. I don't reboot it too often. So mm-hmm. maybe that's what I need to do. 
Could be. It's just, it's just really annoying. It's like, I'm, okay, yeah. and, okay, now I'm not doing anything. You know that. You, we are sitting here talking. I'm now down to 18. So in the last oh, like, three wow. minutes, it just dropped from 20 to 18. It knows. It hears you. <laughs> yeah. You just whisper sweet nothings at it. I don't know. Me and batteries don't get along. So so even even with the battery drain issue, you're not tempted to get a six, huh? Trade it no. in while you can. No. <laughs> no. I, I was impressed with the bands that they mentioned, the solo loop that's the silicone. That yeah. really interested me. If if I was in the market for a watch, I like I said, I'm I'm fairly happy with my series three. Of course, the more and more I use it, the more I might think about how I can like how can I justify the price. If I wasn't if I wasn't in the market for an iPhone, I probably would be lusting after a Series 6 right now. But when I saw that 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 loop, I thought, oh, that's really an attractive idea. Of course, right away, my brain went to, you know, I'll, I'll be looking for the knockoff version on Amazon somewhere. Well, I know I know that Apple makes really good bands, but, you know, they're, that's the $50 thing. for a band is a lot. That's the thing. We were talking about this earlier. That's the first thing I thought of is when you buy an Apple band, they're run just for the silicone bands, $49. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And of course, we get the knockoffs for our, what, 6 to $10, somewhere mm-hmm, in that ballpark. Yep, yep. Okay, so if they're going to make that, that seamless, silic- you know, seamless, smooth, smooth band, I figure it's going to be $59, $69. It's going to be more than just the, the silicone band. So they said that it comes in different sizes. So you can go to the store and you can try them on to see which one fits your wrist the best. How are you going to do this if you buy it online? Yeah, yeah, I wonder that too. You know, I'm thinking, I'm not going to want to buy a knockoff. You know, I might measure my wrist and it says seven inches and you order a seven inch one and it's way too big. Mm-hmm. Or you can't get your hand through it to to get around your wrist. Yeah. So I I find... Yeah, the sizing is definitely going to be an interesting uh, Getting problem. a knockoff might be difficult. The only the biggest reason that attracted me the to the idea though was because of the fact that I have a metal allergy and you know as much as I wear my Apple Watch I mean I, I have been kind of dealing with it I do have like a little spot on my, on my wrist where there's always like a a mark there and when I saw that I thought oh you know I won't have to worry about that anymore because I either I stick nail polish and I coat it or something like that or I just I, I have to be really picky about the metals and I did notice that the of course the Apple bands of course they're made they're much better quality. I don't have nearly the the amount of irritation, so I'm sure that to drive the cost down, that there's probably inferior metals in, and it's only just that one small little that what's one small little circle that makes contact with your skin right. that I have to worry about. So it's not it's not terrible, but the idea of, of a, a seamless band like that really I thought that was really really attractive. I, I like I look forward to seeing what what kind of designs people come up with for that, and then that's just it. You know, it's like they come out with this stuff, and yes, it's really pricey. But I still like to see the competition and I like to see what other what other manufacturers make alongside of this to see what they can offer for for other people that are just beyond what what limited designs Apple comes out with. Yeah. And I liked the red. I, I had the the, the product, product red. red. Yeah, I had the product red XR phone mm-hmm. until I had to give it to my son when he broke his. And then I got the the purple iPhone 11. Mm hmm. Yeah, but I really liked the way that looked. The whole thing, you had the, the band and you had the face. I liked everything about, you know, the case of it. That I it definitely liked. will make a statement, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, would, I think I would get really excited if I see one out in the wild. <laughs> yeah, that one was nice. Now, I thought of you with the SE because mm-hmm. yeah, that of the, the family setup. 
yeah, it's still, you know, it's it's definitely an attractive idea. I think they're they're going in the right direction. But again, it's the same thing that I was talking about. And, and I hate to sound like a cheapskate, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, families, you know, have a lot of expenses and stuff. Same thing with the Apple One price. I really think it just misses the mark just a little bit. Like I said, with that, the $20 a month tier is great, but needs to be like maybe more storage and maybe one less, you know, one less feature or something like that, or, you know, the ability to be able to, to bundle it. Same thing goes for the watch models. Um, so they're saying that the SE, you know, they're targeting families who want their kids to wear these, these watches. And I mean, the idea is fantastic. I, I, the kind of stuff that I fantasize about, oh, you know, just the other day, like I wished my little one had a watch so that he could, you know, be a little bit more independent about keeping track of his time and what, you know, when he needs to be to class. And in a future episode, I'm, I'm going to be exploring, you know, bell schedules and apps and things that you can do to try to replicate that. And I'm still, you know, I'm still trying to figure that kind of stuff out. We're still struggling with that a little bit. Um, I think that having a good timekeeping piece, a, a good watch is really a good tool. And an Apple Watch would be fantastic. But for having to, I mean, $329 is what you need to spend in order for it to work with the family setup. Is that what they called it? Family setup, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the one where, you know, like you can track their location and you can communicate with them and all that stuff. I mean, it's the same kind of stuff that we do with you know, a hand-me-down iPhone, except it would be a wearable. So the idea of that's really attractive, but you know, the price is still, it's still pretty steep. It's still pretty inaccessible for, and for most families. And you'd have to spend another $10 on the cellular plan. Exactly. That's the, the next point that I was going to bring. So, you know, you're talking about just getting the GPS is $279. That's, that's a lot. And then it's another, it's $329 dollars for the GPS plus cellular model. And that's the model that you need to have in order to get all of the features of that new family setup plan. So, and, and like you said, then, you know, you're paying at least, what is it, $10, I think, at least additional to have that for your watch plan. So it just, it, it's all these little things, they just add up. And those are the kinds of things that just really weigh on families. There's just so many expenses to manage already. And then you add on, you tack on all these. It's it's like death by a thousand pay, paper cuts, right? <laughs> There's a it's like the digital version of that, and it's just it gets really infuriating after a while. So I like the idea of bundling stuff. I, I do wish that they could come down the price a little bit. Even then, I it's just a, it's a lot to spend. You know, looking at the older watch, the the series three that I have is now is now one hundred ninety nine dollars, and you think, oh, you know, that's a pretty decent price point. But are you going to spend that on a kid? <laughs> You know, maybe an older teenager, sure. I mean, that, that would make like maybe a, a great uh, birthday present or something. Maybe you crowdsource it and go in on, a, as, uh, on as a family. But for like a littler kid who really could probably benefit even more from learning about timekeeping, time management, and, you know, even health and fitness on, on a wearable like that, nah, I'm going to stick with the, the knockoff $30 Fitbit, you know. <laughs> it's just, that's just how it has to go, unfortunately. But it's, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot of great stuff to think about. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could, depending on the age of your child, in in lieu of giving them an allowance, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, and also depends on, it depends on the family situation. Is the, does the child have to come home to an empty house because both parents are working? Maybe oh, this sure. is a way to keep, yeah. in, keep track of them, make sure they got home. Um, if they That's are, definitely a justification you know, for it, for sure. Walking, they, they, they walked they walk down the street to a friend's house. It's just like all different scenarios based on where you live. 
that <laughs> all the all the Gen Xers are screaming, but we had keys around our necks. Come yeah, on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I know. I could just hear it. It's it's a little uh Things are different than they were in the 1960s. I mean, I remember walking to places that I would have a stroke if my kids Mm, ever walked mm -hmm. to. It's like, no way are you doing that. Gone are the days when you could give somebody a quarter and stick it in their back pocket and say, here, call me if you get into trouble. (laughs) Call me for a ride. I was was of the time period when it was a dime, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You always had that dime in your pocket just in case. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nope. so things are, you know, so I guess it just depends on the family situation, the economics, the the budgets, the the need, you know. Well, yeah, and need and special needs, too. And, you know, the ability for the kid to have executive functioning skills. I mean, that's those are the things that I always look at, you know, with my kiddos. They struggle with that. They struggle with executive functioning. And when we decided to give Lucian a phone when he was only, what was he? I think he was 11 or 12. And that was, like, fairly young for... It was it was almost like it seemed like so many other kids and even littler kids, like little, little kids that I would see in the elementary school were already having phones. And I just thought, wow, that's that's just wow. And, you know, you could tell that they weren't being responsible with it and they were just playing games on it. And I just thought, I, all right, I kind of get that the parent wants to have them to have a phone because of that same situation where they're they're separated. They need to get a ride from another family member. You know, they need some kind of communication because they can't just, you know. You would think you, you would think, well, can't you just use your, your friend's phone? But you know, it doesn't always work out that way. That's not something that you can rely on. You really need to have your own personal device. Um, so even when we got it, I was a little hesitant to even tell most of my kind of parent friends about it because I was afraid of the looks that I'd get like, oh, he's so young. But they had to understand that, you know, we gave it to him as as a way to. It was, you know, just a communication device. I mean, it was very restricted. I had a lot of uh, parental controls on it. It had a very limited cellular plan. And now Keegan has that hand-me-down. And it's only like $10 a month. It's just a track phone plan. And it's a good training wheels plan to say, well, yeah, you used up all your minutes. Now you can't make any phone calls. But, well, now you can't call me. <laughs> so that's a problem, right. you know. So there's all these little things, these all these little gotchas you have to you have to worry about. But, you know, at the time it was he was doing a lot of act after school curricular activities and yeah we were like separated for a while and it was always you know well you know they they left us out earlier oh can we stay a little bit later or oh you know the the date changed or this changed or I mean it was just madness trying to drive back and forth back and forth back and forth so I finally said I was like all right we have got to put a phone in the situation you know even if it was just a flip phone or something but we had hand-me-downs you know so we just happen to have those things and we we take really good care of our stuff so that we can have that and that was really, really, really helpful. And I could see how having a watch would be a justifiable thing because maybe maybe you're in a situation where just like like I said, maybe the kid is too young for a phone. Like maybe there's just so much more going on on a phone. Sure, you can do tons of things. I'm sure they can find ways to get in trouble with a watch. But, you know, it's, it's maybe a, a little bit more of a simpler wearable device that isn't a fully-fledged smartphone. So it could be a very, very good idea for many families to maybe introduce that responsibility with a watch before they get into a whole smartphone. You know, maybe they share a family iPad or they have, you know, iPads that stay at home or they use them for school or whatever. But it's that watch that it's that personal device that helps them stay you know, stay communicating. You know, I, I, I wish that the carriers would work with families and, you know, $10, it's not much, but 
how many kids do you have in the family? And that, that's just going to add up over time. Right. So again, again, it goes back to, it just seems like they're nickeling and diming the families. It's these ideas yeah. are fantastic and they're justifiable and they're really, really useful, but it comes down to the cost and that's, what's going to affect how many people can really access it, can really access the technology that they really need. And it goes back to, you know, same thing we're dealing with. I said I wasn't going to talk about distance learning, but it just does remind me of the fact that this, all of this technology and what we're, what we're seeing with distance learning is really highlighting the inequality and um, how not everybody has, they don't have the same place at the table, you know, that everybody else does. And this is one of those things that kind of highlights that. So we'll see how it goes. All right, now we have to talk about something happy because I feel like I just <laughs> just <laughs> rained on our parade there. <laughs> so, what did you think of the iPads? Any interest? Yeah, they they look great. I'm happy for the USB C. I was really excited to hear that. I look forward to seeing that on more and more models as as they release them. It'd be really great if we saw that on the iPhone. Maybe maybe it's a sign. That would be that would be fun. But yeah, like I said before, I'm not in the market for one. But for people who who are, I think it's I think it's great. It looks really. They look like they're uh, they just keep improving upon the design. Yeah. What uh what version of the iPad do you have? You're not in the market for a new one. No, no, I've got an iPad Pro. Ah, okay. I bought. Oh gosh, I can't even remember now. It was either December of 2017 or 18. Mm-hmm. I hmm. can never. I. I I buy so many products. I can't remember. <laughs> so there's nothing, and there's nothing wrong with it. I use it to death, but there's nothing wrong with it. So I'm not in the market. The first step um, is admitting you have a problem, Melissa. Yeah. Well, if it's Apple, I have it for, you know, not everything, but the basic stuff, I've got it. So, yeah. I've been um, really happy with my seventh gen. So yeah, I, I really, I, what I need to do is I need to use it more. I really need to just carve out the time to sit down and, you know, I, Somebody just gifted me a, uh, not an Apple pencil, but a, a stylus. And, you know, now I got to get drawing with it. We just got Procreate. And it's like, I don't even have time to use the one that I have. <laughs> so when a new one comes out, it's like, I just got this one. You know, the thing is that. that the, with the iPad, just the plain iPad, it comes in either 128 gig or 32 gig. Mm, that's how they get you. Mm-hmm. But thirty, but thirty-two. You know, the only people that really could use a thirty-two is maybe someone older who only uses it for web surfing mm-hmm. and texting or um, email, or someone who's using it for school but doesn't have photos or music or is strictly using it for for their schooling. People well, and I've been and using me, it strictly for. I've been using it strictly for consulting for for teaching clients, and that's what the only reason why I get the 32 is because, like I just said, I don't have time to actually use it. I use my Mac more and my iPhone even more. So if I used it a whole lot more, then yeah, I totally would justify the higher the higher hard drive space. But I can totally see what you mean, and you know, Kevin's always talking about it too. That that hard drive space is really tiny when it's only 32 gigabytes, and there's a whole lot more that I wish I could do with it, but really limited but that's what I could afford for for the amount of time that I use it and for what I really truly need it for now then what ends up happening is then they end up getting handed down to the kids and then they can use them for school and you know that sort of thing so we just rely on external drives or lots of cloud storage and Mm -hmm. stuff like that the iPad Air has 64 and 256 gig Mm -hmm. so it's got a little bit more and it also Mm -hmm. has the A14 bionic chip Mm-hmm. So it'll so that be makes a little it bit faster. Fast. And it also, well, it's USB-C, so you don't have the lightning 
uh, port anymore. Well, and so that's handy right there because even with the with the hard drive restrictions, you can easily plug in an external drive. So I think that's probably the reason why I did excited about the USB-C because of all the, the possibilities that you can do with that. And the Touch ID is now on the top of the of the case instead of on the bottom of the screen. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So it makes you wonder what's going to happen for the iPhones. Yeah. So that was really about, it's that. about the iPad Air. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that pretty much covers everything. Yeah. I think that pretty much wraps it up. I mean, again, it was it was a short it was a short event. It normally they're around two hours, and this one was only an hour and. Mm-hmm. I'm glad for that because the kids have been so busy with school, and I think I've I've told people in the past um, on on previous episodes that this has become kind of a tradition for my son and I. And when it when it happened this morning, you know, normally I would I would have waited and watched it with him later, or I would have watched it and just kind of like you know we chat, you know, we have our goo pod and stuff going. Um, but I was glad that this time around, oh, I can still you know after dinner we can spend an hour and watch it together, so we'll still be able to do that. Okay. So I guess we will wrap up today's show. Melissa, tell people how they can get in touch with us. You can find me online all over at the Mac Mommy. And if you want to get in touch with me on the geekiest show ever, you can email Elisa and I at, what is it? Podcast at geekiestshow.com. Geekiestshowever.com. Mm-hmm. And I am sensei, at Sensei Dai on Twitter. So you can reach us there. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what made you excited, if anything, about these Apple announcements. Are you going to be the first one in line to get a new Apple Watch? Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. So yeah, maybe if you try out the fitness when it comes out, give us your feedback on that. I'd like to hear how people are making out with that. And uh, yeah, give us a definitely email us and please, you know, go to the website, geekyshowever.com and leave us a comment because we kind of get tired of all the spam <laughs> it'd be nice to get a real comment once in a while and melissa puts a lot of time into the show notes so you know give her some love that would be nice thank you check out the <laughs> okay thanks everybody for listening we'll see you in a couple of weeks Hello everybody, this is Simon Parnell, the host of the Essential Apple Podcast, the show where we aim to take a wander around the week's news in Apple, news, reviews, technology, security, and anything else that catches our eye. Plus, from time to time, we like to have guests from the industry who we get to tell us about their products, their services, their history, their philosophies, what uh, drives them, and of course, just what makes them tick. That, plus a bunch of friends talking about the news in Apple. What more could you possibly want? Check us out on the My Mac Podcasting Network.